Hello and welcome back to another InventRight TV show. I'm one of the co-founders here at InventRight. My name is Andrew Krause and we have one of our coaches on. His name is Brad Cones, and he's going to talk about the emotional roller coaster of inventing. I don't know. I just came up with that. Brad, I think that's more or less what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> it um, is. Hey, you know, you mentioned to me just before we we're jumping on here is that just generally business is a bit of an emotional roller coaster. So why would inventing and trying to license your product be any different? Exactly. There's going to be ups and downs, and you kind of have to know how to navigate that and, and how to have the right mindset to, to get over those, you know, those valleys that you encounter. So, so what are some of the things that make people feel like they're on a roller coaster? And how do you, how do you I don't know, it's not like you're necessarily going to level it out. It's just something you got to ride through. How do you deal with it? What are, what are some of the things that people deal with that um, you think are tough and how do they? How do you guide your students to handle it? Sure. Uh, yeah. There's there's a myriad of, of things that come up. Uh, for example, you can have this great idea, and, and then you start looking online, and, and you see it out there, or you you're pulling up Google Patents, and you see something identical to it. Mm -hmm. So th you know that can kind of take the wind out of inventor sales, and it doesn't necessarily mean you know you can't move forward on it. But th you know there's some things that will that will happen that will just you know kind of demotivate you a little bit. Uh, let's say you reach out to a company and they show a lot of interest in your, you know, communicating back and forth. And then you send your sales sheet and then all of a sudden nothing, you know, you, you just get ghosted. And their students will wonder or other inventors, well, are they still interested or, you know, what, what's the deal? And so there's little things like that that, you know, you have to kind of get past uh, in order to, to move forward to, you know, getting some success. It sounds like the wanting to know what they're thinking and not knowing exactly what they're thinking will drive you nuts a little bit. It will. And that's why you just have to, you really can't dwell on those things. You know, you can make up ideas in your head on, on what they're saying or what they're not, you know, liking, but, but ultimately you just have to stay the course and, you know, follow up and be that polite pest and, and try to try to get some dialogue going. Right. Well, and sometimes, you know, as a coach, you must have enough information to say, well, I think this is what they're trying to tell you. But other times students have asked me and they're like, what do you think they're thinking? And I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you ask them? <laughs> because I just I don't have enough information. Sometimes they will give you clues and they will say certain things. But other times you just don't. And that goes back to what you said. You got to open that line of communication. And the, the line isn't always very clear they don't always get back to you right away they don't always get back to you at all you might have to ask a couple times you might have to call before they tell you the real deal and they won't send it via email or all sorts of stuff right I exactly mean, that's that's so true andrew it really is why 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 do inventors think that you wouldn't have to do that like i think there's wishful thinking that they wouldn't have to go through all that but any kind of sales or any kind of business or any kind of business deals everybody goes through that in every business almost. Yeah. And I think a lot of inventors maybe just haven't experienced that, you know, maybe in their current occupation. And so it's kind of like jumping into a, a whole new business. Yeah. And if you don't know that that's what it takes, you know, that's why it's great to have a coach, you know, a coach will guide you through it. We, we we're all, not only have we been through the program or uh, been through the program multiple times, you know, I've been through it three different times. I've actually, um, you know, I'm still pitching ideas. So you're going to get real life and a hands-on experience on what's working and what's not. So mm -hmm. having the coaches that is very helpful. 
uh, having support from family and friends, you know, that can be very helpful too. Uh, when, when you're on one of those dips on those emotional roller coasters. Uh, but ultimately, I mean, it really is your mindset. You know, you, you don't want to dwell on, on those negative things because it's just as easy to dwell on the positive. You know, you can say, all right, well, maybe they're really liking it. And right. <laughs> there, there you go. meeting and they're just writing down all their questions and they're, they're going to ask me. So uh, that's what I have been doing lately. And it seems to be working. You know, it, there's a lot to positive thinking. Uh, yeah, and, there is. Do you give your students perspective on when the company comes back and does something or doesn't doesn't do something? And I find that when people are new, they assume when something happens, that's how it's always going to be. And sometimes it's like, oh, that hap- the coach will tell the student, well, that happens all the time. That's going to keep happening to you. That's common. And then another time they're like, that's really weird. I've literally never seen that happen. And so <laughs> does giving people perspective on something kind of make the roller coaster ride a little less bumpy or crazy? Yeah, it's a little more tolerable. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but on, I think when inventors are on their own, they're, um, they, I see this a lot with people that aren't invent rights students. They're they're like this happened, and I, that's this, and they're like just stating it like it's a fact. And I'm like, it happened to you once. Your sample size of experience is not great enough to make that assumption. <laughs> I can tell you, we've been doing invent right 22 years. That's not normal. What just happened to you? Or you know, it happens once in a while, and they're like, oh, this is going to happen every time. And I'm like, no, it's not. Right, and I make a point to tell them that. It's not going to happen every time. This is very rare, you know, if it is in fact rare, and you just have to... You know, or not, or, or to learn to accept it if it's very common, and to, and then adjust, and then it's not a roller coaster anymore. You're like, oh, this is like, uh, Brad told me this is going to happen all the time now, mm-hmm. and and but I know how to deal with it now. So what right. was a roller coaster before or felt like it, it no longer is. Yeah, it's just that mental shift. You know, now that you know that that's normal, yeah, then it's not going to be that big of a hurdle when you come across it again. Right. It, have you found when you coach your students that for them to experience it firsthand is different than just reading about it or watching a video? I mean, yes. I, I mean, yes. They accept it then. Maybe they didn't really accept it before. I don't know. Yeah, what I find really rewarding is when a student will, you know, ask me how to respond to a company, and I'll and I'll tell them, okay, for this scenario, say this, this, and this, and then they'll do that, and then they'll come back on the next weekly coaching call saying, wow, that worked perfectly, and and it's like, yeah, this this does work, you know. <laughs> but that's when it really sinks in. If you just hear it on a video and it was theoretical, and even here, I mean, we're trying to share with our YouTube fans the experiences our students have so they can do better on their own, even if they don't become a student of ours. But um, it's just nothing replaces experiential learning to actually experience it because then it really sinks in. It feels, it is and feels real. Yep, I totally agree. You just got to get in. Yeah. Get in and don't stop. So regardless of whether or not you guys become an event rights student, get a coach like Brad, I, I would suggest you, you, you take the leap and you get the experience and you push it out there and find somebody that has licensed products before and knows what they're doing so they can give you some perspective on what's normal and what's not. And hopefully our YouTube show does a lot of that. But um, there's just so many different little scenarios. And do, do your students sometimes think like, well, I know you said I heard you guys say this on a YouTube show, or, but 
does it make sense for me? <laughs> and, and like, I mean, to give people advice specifically for their product in their situation, there's a lot of value in that. And then people feel more comfortable, I think. Most uh, certainly. Yeah. What is that? What do you do with your students? What do you what, what do you think the main thing you're doing? You're making them feel, yeah, you're telling them what to do, what's right for the product. But emotionally, we're talking about this emotional roller coaster. What do you do for your students, big picture and little details that make them feel more comfortable if you had to think about it? Yeah, I'd say for the most part, I just try to make them relax. You know, there's when they get interest or get an email expressing some interest, the first thing that they want to do is respond right away. And I try to tell them, you know, you can give it a day or two. Mm -hmm. Some of these companies will give it a week or two to respond to you. Don't feel like you have to respond that very second. So, you know, it, it's kind of like an analogy of dating. You know, you don't want to seem too desperate. You don't want to call the very next morning after a date. You, you got to give it a day or so. Yeah. And, and so I, I do try to tell them just to, to slow it down. And same if, let's say, they like your product and they're trying to get a quote from their factory. Well, that can take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. and, and that can seem like eternity for a student. And, you know, they want to just follow up. Hey, you know, where are you on the quote? And, I, and I'll tell you, hey, if they said they're going to move forward on it, just give it, give it time. You know? Well, what is the other thing? I mean, I think inventors, when they're new to this, they feel like they need to give the company whatever they're asking for. And really, sometimes you do, but sometimes you take them in the direction that you as a experienced inventor with a coach guiding you know to take it and then mm -hmm. you guide the student go well why don't you half answer that and let's take them over in this direction isn't there a lot of that, that there is doing? a lot of that and yes you know some students will just want to try to answer every question in that email in that initial email and I, I try to tell them don't do that you want to try to get them on the phone call to build that relationship right. that dialogue so why try is to answer that something and say you know what it'd be easier if we just jumped on a quick call but why 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 do you want to get on a call because then you're going to be able to ask them questions as well as answer their questions. And mm -hmm. so you're going to get more information about their company, what, what they like about your product, how they see it fitting with their current product line. There's a list of questions that are very beneficial up front that, that you're going to want to try to so try more to dynamic, too. You know, I mean, you can kind yeah, of go back dynamic. and forth. And now you're not just somebody writing in an email. You're a real person. They heard your voice. Exactly. Exactly. And. I mean, I view it this way. They're interviewing you, but you're also interviewing them to see if they're the right. company for your product. But a lot of inventors don't think of it that way, do they? Yeah, and they I think that's, I know all our coaches and you really instill that in somebody when they first started getting interest from companies. You're interviewing them as much as they are you. And if you don't do that, it just, the deals don't, the deals will fizzle out. They, they very well can, yes. Yeah, yeah. Some of the ones that are most interested, maybe not. But anyway, so I think we need to wrap this one up, Brad. Thank you so much for sharing the emotional roller coaster that inventors and our students are feeling and some of it, how you help out with that. Appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. Glad All to right. be on. Take care, everybody. Keep inventing. We'll catch up with you next time. Bye. There's a great idea in each of us. But it's truly magical to see it come to life. Sharing your creativity with the world has never been easier. We can help.